Welcome to the Sugar and Dread podcast. First name Sugar. Second name Dread. Yeah, yow. Um, That's right. Uh, yo, we're here. We're back. We're live. We're in the building. Mm-hmm. Um, today for you we have um a top five. Yes, like we always do. That's top five right. soaps and yeah. body wash is what we're going for Oi. this week. Fresh, um, fresh, fresh, fresh. We've <laughs> smelling good. And we've also got some poems for you from Kayo Chingoni and Dennis Smith. Oi, 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 um, oi. Levels, 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 levels. Monster, how is man doing? Oh, fam, I am. I'm good. I'm blessed. Um, the way I'm, the way I'm feeling now is probably probably the most content, the most pleased, the happiest I've been in a while. Um, yeah, hey, I've had we some, love to see it, fam. I've had some. I've had some personal kind of like shifts and revolutions take place over the last weekend that you know what i mean it's a bit bit too personal to go into detail with on the on the pod in it but yeah know that know that man's blessed but yes yeah, so how are you yeah. doing <laughs> yeah no i'm i'm chill i think i am yeah i'm all right man's alive um yeah shout out young people man young people yeah um doing a project with fitter peckham yes and yeah, like just working with young people can, I think, invigorate you. Definitely. Um, yeah. So, so shout out, shout out the youngest man. Um. Mm. So yeah, they've been, they've been uh, invigorating man this week. So I'm, I'm good. Um, I'm feeling, I'm feeling fresh. Good. I'm feeling clean. Good. And that is a fantastic segue yeah into our top five this week so should we get into our top five let's go levels so this week's top five is top five soaps slash body wash listen i have a reputation of cleanliness if you know me you know i'm a cleanly guy when i say i only use i don't use a variety of soaps i use a soap that will come up later in my top five and I don't need to chop and change because it works. It ain't broke. I don't need to fix it. That's it. So yeah, this was just hard because I'm not out here chopping and changing, looking for different soaps. Mm. Um, But in at number five, I have bubble buff and literally any bubble buff. So uh-huh. Fam, when your soap runs out and there's no soap, but there's still bubble buff and you have to wash with bubble buff, <laughs> that's, that's that's my number five. Where you look in your soap dish and you're like, rah, there's no dare. And then you go to, there's no shower gel. So you're there like the big bubble buff and you're just pouring a little bit of it into into your flannel to, to, to wash your kin. 
Um, yeah, that's my that's my number five. If you know, you know. In at in at number four, I have any yellow shower gel, whether that's Radox, uh, Rise and Shine, or um, original source, the lemon zesty one, any, any of the yellow ones, because they, they generally are like a, a lemon <laughs> zesty rise and shine kind of vibe. Um, and, and yeah, I only, I only use shower gel really if I'm going on holiday or I'm going to, um, I used to use it if I was going to like church camp as a kid. So going away as a kid or going on a school trip, um like where you stayed away so the one i would bring would be like just the yellow one like that's i would get that and go with that um sometimes so that's that's my number four um (laughs) no man said the yellow one i'm sorry how do you select (laughs) how do you select Bro, Bro, all yellow shower gels all all yellow all yellow shower gels yeah all of them without fail are like a, a citrusy, lemony kind of thing. And they're all the same, bro. They're all, all shower gels are all the same. Um, anyways. Uh, I know people are going to fight you. I know people are oh, going to fight you for this. I don't care. Oh, I don't care. Word. Do you know what's funny? It will be dirty people that think anyway. It's going to be fighting me because... I'm really... I'm really okay. Like, it's fine. Um, in at number three, yeah, I've got Link's Dark Temptation, and the reason that I have this one is I've used it a couple times again for the same reasons as like sometimes like in, and I don't even do it anymore. But yeah, going on holiday, bringing a shower gel instead mm. of um my number one, and yeah, it smells it smells nice. In at number two, yeah, and. I really like this one and I got it when I was away in the States and it Mm -hmm. is Bath and Body Works Aromatherapy Eucalyptus Spearmint. Okay. Now, Bath and Body Works products are very lush. They're very, they're very, they're very lovely. Um, Yeah, I had some, some hand cream from Bath and Body Works and Mm. when I used to draw for that hand cream, everybody's um, eyes used to turn up and want to use it. So... (laughs) Yeah, so uh, yeah, I had to. I started rolling with two hand creams so that when I was in certain locations, I didn't have to. You know, what I mean, I didn't have to give out the yes. the prime stuff. Um, <laughs> but yeah, now Bath and Body Works um makes some nice stuff. And in at number one, the only soap that's worth talking about, in my opinion, and this top five is all my opinion. In at number one, mm-hmm. I've got Dove Beauty Cream Bar. Okay. And it's just, it's simple. It's the Dove Bar, the the regular one. Um, not They've got some other ones with some kind of scents and smells. Mm. Not really here for it. Dove Beauty Cream Bar. Um, yo, like, yeah, I don't, I am not a super fan of like, the gels and all of that kind of stuff. I'm not big on that. Um, I'm not West African. So the whole black soap thing is not something that like I even really 
have learned about or heard about it's only recently Fair that enough. it's like come into like into my location of existence i've never used it mm. uh so that's that's like that's the only other reason i can think of to go for a different bar of soap imperial leather is trash Oi. and <laughs> like dove i feel like anybody who has seen my skin anybody who has touched my skin um mm. knows do you know what i mean outside of my hands i'm not even gonna try and pretend like i've got soft hands my hands are not soft in it and <laughs> the back of my hands are soft the front of my hands uh yeah it's a good thing i'm single in it because th- I, these hands were not made to caress babes uh it's <sighs> just <laughs> it's just real them, uh, them struck the face but, with the back of your fingers <laughs> yes <laughs> Ah, yes, yes. And they're like, "Oh, that's so different." It's like, yeah, no, because I can't. Yeah, I can't be cupping your face with the inside of my hand. I cannot be cupping your face with your face with the inside of my hand. It's it's not a good look. But no, seriously, um, Dove. I think it 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 is it. Yeah, it it's got no. It's not scented. But yeah. there's enough of a scent that it leaves you with. Um, I like the way that it feels on my skin. I like the way that my skin feels after I use it. And it's it's affordable as well. And it, it lasts. And it's just, it's good, man. It's smooth. I mm. like it. That's my number one. So let me run back my top five soaps and body wash. Fantastic. In at number five. In at number five. five. In at number five, I had <laughs> bubble bath legit any bubble buff in at number four i had any yellow shower gel in at number three i had link stark temptation number two bath and body works aromatherapy eucalyptus spearmint yeah. and in at number one i had dove beauty cream bar fantastic <laughs> okay let me go into my honorable mention i've only got one today and that is for, that is for imperial leather imperial leather even yeah, not because I mean just because of its sheer will and endurance. Um, <laughs> okay, the... <laughs> I was I was like that soap is horrible, <laughs> but will and endurance. Yeah, and respect. like you know, yeah, I, I mean, respect that. No one likes imperial leather, but like <laughs> it still gets bought. But yeah, that's it. That's it for the honorable mentions. Yeah, so in at number five um, is Dettol soap. Um, I put this there for hand washing um, because it's in terms of a bar soap it's a very good hand washing bar soap and yes we did say soap and body wash but like this is a bar of soap in it so and it was made as a bar of soap I feel like you're always tricking me that's why I feel like you're always (laughs) tricking me (laughs) no the thing is the thing is you can use it as a body wash like you know um, I, I can't speak for I can't speak for other um West Africans or other um, black people, but Nigerians know about that. I know that there are people out there that use Carex as body wash. So (laughs) this is not an argument. This is not an argument. This is not an argument. (laughs) My number four is... um, Now, this one's slightly different. It's not a bar, but it's a a liquid Castile soap. And this is Dr. Bronner's Peppermint Soap. There's this person on on YouTube and social media called um, Yanni the Locologist, right? 
and she recommended this as a as a way of like as a as an alternative to shampoo for um people that wear locks because it doesn't leave residues and it and it cleans and also the peppermint is very tingling and stimulating and it smells fresh and it's nice um but the the interesting thing about this soap is that it, it's got like multiple uses you can use it for your body obviously it's like concentrated so you have to dilute it and yeah entirely made of natural ingredients and it's like cruelty free and or and like vegan and all these things there so um yeah shout out shout out dr bronner's peppermint soap because when when the soaps run out in the house um and i've and i've been caught in a pickle while i'm wet in the shower um that dr bronner's saved me a good couple of times and i hey, still pause eh? pause yeah Sorry. what yeah when i'm wet in the when i've been when i'm wet in the shower and i've been caught in a pickle caught in a pickle that's a mad that's a mad <laughs> sentence that is a mad sentence that's a very mad sentence that right there wow wow by caught in a pickle i met you know you know i don't know i don't you, know i think you should just move on personally but it's, it was okay number three is um the dove white beauty bar um again classic soap it's a it's a soft it's a moisturizing moisturizing thing um yeah it's good the only thing i don't like about it though the only thing i don't like about it though is that i feel like i can't work up a lather um and like a good like foamy frothy lather which for me that's what i associate with like cleanliness and that so when i don't see how like much, sorry how much wait is this the same dove beauty cream bar the like the white bar yeah the, dove the one. classic one the one that they've been doing the, the same one and yeah. you can't work up a lather how much Fra- lather do you want, bruv? <laughs> <laughs> what? Bro, I, I need you a lot of lather. Your, lather. your lather must be mad. <laughs> it probably explains why I go through... I, I do go through soaps somewhat quickly. So, you know, okay, maybe. Or at least I feel like I go through them quickly. So maybe that's why, innit, I'm I'm lathering up all yeah. the soap and dissolving it. Um. <laughs> Uh, not my number two is pears, um, pears. Um, that the translucent um bar soap is normally orange in it, but they've they've done like bare flavors. They've got they've got like a green flavors as if you're eating it. But yeah, they've got like a, there's a green. <laughs> oh dear, I don't I don't I don't know what the word for like aromas and soaps is. Someone someone come and correct me with the right word in it. But man said flavors, and I can't be asked to Google. Um, so. There's like a green one and there's a red one and there are various colors now, but like the classic is the orange. And this, so <laughs> growing up, right, this was my dad's personal soap. You see the way you have a reputation for cleanliness, right? My dad also has that reputation. I've growing up, um, growing up, this is a man that would wash twice a day. Um, he would like, he would, yeah, he'd like take take baths like quite frequently not? given his schedule. Like, are we not all doing this? I mean, no, I mean, yes, yes, but like, in a in in a house where it's like shower shower you know what i mean we don't we we more shower oh, in our house yeah yeah okay. so like yeah and yeah it's all of the all of the different kind of varieties of uh soap and body wash and all these things there like it's 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 my dad that i first that i first kind of like learned i was like I, I, that's when i first learned what radox smells like on to my number one um and my number one really i don't really think there was any competition 
it, there's a part of me that was like, yeah, this is that when we said top five soaps, I said this is going to be the number one, and everything else was just building up to and trying to, yeah, the gap is mad. African black soap, also known as Duduosun, for all my Yorubas on the listening to the pod in it. You see this African black soap here. Oh my gosh. When it was it's to the point where when it's to the point <laughs> it's to the point where there was a time when non-black people would ask me um about uh, ask me what the what, what I use for my skincare routine and I wouldn't tell them. I'd just be like, ah well, you know, it's just because I don't want I, no, and I'll tell you man why. Was protecting from exploitation from hundred percent. I didn't want. I don't want black soap to come and start getting gentrified. But sadly, said, I will not turn black soap to avocado. It will no, not be my never, never, because that's how now some somebody some uh, trust fund baby will then start will then start making money off of that when they set up a like when it. they set up and a now, shop in a. And now you can't even eat pear in peace. Like, <laughs> That's it, exactly. Yeah. Gosh, when I can get my hands on black soap, my skin is different. Okay, so running it back, number five is Dettol soap. Number four is Doctor Bronner's peppermint Castile soap. Number three is uh, the Dove White Classic Beauty Bar. Number two is Pears, and number three is African black soap. Duduosun. The king of kings, the queen of queens. That's the one. Fantastic. Yeah. Yo, uh, cool. Should we get into some poems? Let's go. Let's go. Uh, my poem for this week comes from Kayo Chingoni, and mm-hmm. it comes from his debut collection, Kumukanda. Mm. And it is called Some Bright Elegance. Love this one. Some Bright Elegance. For the screw faced in good shoes that paper the walls of dance halls, I have little patience. I say dance, not to be seen, but free. Your feet are made for better things. Feel the bitterness in you lift as it did for a six-year-old Bojangles, tapping a living out of Richmond beer gardens to the daylight of a crowd that wasn't lynching today, but laughing at the quickness of the kid. Throw yourself into the thick, emerging pure, reduced to flesh and bone, nerve and sinew. Your folded arms understand music. Imagine a packed Savoy ballroom and slide across the dusty floor as your zoot-suited twenty self, the feather in your hat from an ostrich, the swagger in your step from the okra dust of a West African village, dance for the times you've been stalked by store detectives for a lady on a bus, for the look of disgust on the face of a boy too young to understand why he hates you but only that he must. Dance for Sammy dead and penniless and for the thousands still scraping a buck as street corner hoofers who though they dance for their food move as if it is only them and the drums talking i love this poem so much my gosh that is some bright elegance by kayo chingoni i've loved oh man i love this poem since like the first the first time i i heard this poem i was like yeah and then reading it again I was like, ooh, yeah. And then when I saw you put it, 
anyway, talk about <laughs> it. Talk about it because I love this one. I'm annoyed I didn't pick it myself. I can't lie. <laughs> hey, the game is the game. Does I it? I I think Kyo has a really there's a like musicality um to his work and I think whether that is in for the screw face in good shoes the paper the walls of dance halls mm. like there's there can be a musicality in that sense or whether it's the fact that he's um talking about Bojangles and Savoy ballrooms and um okra dust of a West African village there's a mm. there's a deep understanding of of musicality I think in this poem specifically in the, in the things that I've said, but in his work in general, whether that's everything mentioned here or whether that's garage is, is there. And I think what I really enjoy about this poem is I love where it starts um, for mm-hmm. the screw face in good shoes that paper the walls of dance halls. I have little <laughs> patience. Yeah. That that is like an opening, and as someone, I mean, I'm not screw face, but I definitely paper the walls <laughs> of dance halls. Um, I love it, man. I love yeah. that as a like a, I don't know. There's something about that line that like reminds me of. I it, it makes me think of just so much. It makes me think of gets like um the MC, and he's just like I'm a skankers. Like I like to dance. Like. I dance and like it makes me think of that it makes me think of all the times that like people have like dragged me or wanted to try to drag me into the middle of the dance floor Mm. it makes me think of like even me who doesn't really dance who have gone to places and seen man posted up on walls (laughs) and I'm like rah I was like I don't even like to dance but you man take this to a next level do you know what I mean like <laughs> I, I, like not even a small, small sidestep on that, and like you lot are like yeah. proper, like I'm just like, and I think every all the emotion that he puts into that rhythmic first step of the poem and the mm. musicality that is in the words there as well. He says it with music. He says it yeah. with rhythm and movement. Um, so when he says, "I have little patience." just the way that the words of those first two lines are put together when he says i have little patience you feel the lack of patience you're yeah. like yeah <laughs> because i'm reading the first few lines and even i want to dance and it's it's a poem it's words it's yeah. not got like it's not got um you know instrumentation behind it but he's put mm-hmm. the music into the words so that you know he has no patience for that yeah um and i think he then on the next line he touches on I, I think a big insecurity sometimes about why people dance like you know I say dance not to be seen but free um, mm. and yeah the line of your feet are made for better things um, mm. I think is is beautiful I just yeah. love that the idea and the concept of your feet being made not it's not even that your feet are being made to dance but it's like but what are, they're not made for that do you know exactly. what I mean? Like your feet aren't made for that. They're not made to be there standing on the sidelines. Mm. Um, and I think then I love the way that he he doesn't just stay in the rave in this poem or he doesn't just stay in the dance hall. Wherever you locate yourself upon hearing those early lines of the screw faced and the walls of dance halls, um, whatever kind of dance you picture he doesn't stay there he moves um 
Bojangles. He moves to the Savoy Ballroom. He moves to Zoot Suited Twenties. Like yeah. he moves around, um, and you know, do, well, you're not expected to go from screw face to Zoot Suited. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. that's that's where he goes. He takes you around dance, and then he he takes you to West a West African village, mm. um. And, you know, he takes us to all these places and he's saying, nah, this is dance. This is why we move. Um, and then the call that he, he he gives at the end as well, dance for the times you've been stalked by store detectives for the for a lady on a bus. Um, yeah. And I think there's different, there's different escapism. And I'm not 100% sure if that's the right word, um, but it's the one that I found to use at the moment. Um, but yeah, the different types of escapism that dance offers and the way that he brings that down and together in the final, the final stanza, um, you know, he, he's addressing the, the, the man posted up screw face, like, you yeah. know, cause you'll know what it is to be stalked by store detectives, um, it, and mm. and yeah and and just all of those things that he kind of surmises he puts into the last stanza and how he 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 brings the vibrancy of dance and offers it as as an escapism and how mm. he's he's yeah and i think there's something about what music does there as well music knows the realities of life mm-hmm. and it says like vibe anyways yeah um and I think that's kind of what he he shows here. He's like, I know you, like I know, like I feel it. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But move anyways. Mm. Um, and I like, I really, yeah, I really like how he does that throughout this poem. Yeah, yeah. I think this. So one of the things I love about um Kayo's work in general is there is um, I don't know. There's there's always kind of like a there's always kind of like a, there's something glorious in, in the way he writes. Um, Just in, just in his style, kind of, you see um, trickles of um, gold or like bits of golden threads kind of weaving their way through the poem. At least that's the, that's the best way I can describe it. Um, Or at least that's what Mm -hmm. the experience feels like to me. It's like looking closely at the, we, at the, at the weave, of a tapestry and seeing the gold in there. Um, and I think that really comes through in this particular poem. Um, I mean, like, yes, we can, we can, we can talk, we can talk about the title, right. But I think there's, there's always, there's kind of a, a highness um, that Kayo always kind of touches in his, in his writing from, from what I've seen of him. And this comes through particularly in this poem. Um, like as you said that he's taking us through like various periods of history he's time traveling what this what this poem is doing in terms of how in terms of kind of the subtle relationship that a lot of the things in the poem is talking about has to what it is to be fundamentally human what it is to be a man what it is to be an adult what it is to be black um how every everything we do carries the not necessarily the weight of the past but the echoes of the past um what 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 we do even in dance is an answer to those things that have gone that are behind us and and have gone before us um both whether we're talking time and we're talking people and yeah the <laughs> i think it it for me 
um the impatience for the the impatience for the um for the screw face and good shoes that paper the walls of dance halls um is kind of heightened when you actually like when you actually deep like exactly what it is they're excluding themselves from doing um mm-hmm. and why just because just because of what because of i or because they want to because they want to look stush or because they want to look um somehow um yeah yeah it's just it's just great um i'm a i'm a big fan of Kyrie's work in general um and this this poem yeah. is a serious so, reason why i think just to add um i think there's a gentleness um just that Kyo has in the poem that I think you admitted in your just the final final bit of your point, mm-hmm. um, where you talk of like where they're like where they're omitting themselves, um, by standing there, and you're like you know why just because they're stush, you know just because what, um, and I think he he says not to be seen but free, um, mm. and I think in that section he identifies, um, and he chooses to focus on i think the perception and the understanding that you're you start dancing and people are going to be watching you or people are going to see you um Mm. and so you don't want to do it to be seen um and you say no don't dance not to be like it's not about being seen but about free um and so i think i think there's there's that kind of kindness that he offers um in the poem there as a kind of yeah as a almost an understanding of this is what you're missing out on um mm. and don't worry about the other thing but um yeah no nah, yeah man some bright elegance uh, yeah. by kayo Chingoni. fantastic this poem uh my poem for this week is dear white america by denez smith dear white america I've left Earth in search of darker planets, a solar system revolving too near a black hole. I've left in search of a new God. I do not trust the God you have given us. My grandmother's hallelujah is only outdone by the fear she nurses every time the blood-fat summer swallows another child who used to sing in the choir. Take your God back. Though his songs are beautiful, his miracles are inconsistent. I want the fate of Lazarus for Renisha. Want Chucky, Bo, Meech, Trayvon, Sean and Janila risen three days after their entombing. Their ghost regifted flesh and blood. Their flesh and blood regifted their children. I've left Earth. I am equal parts sick of your go back to Africa and I just don't see race. Neither did the poplar tree. We did not build your boats though we did leave a trail of kin to guide us home. We did not build your prisons, though we did, and fill them too. We did not ask to be part of your America, though are we not America? Her joints are brittle and dragging a ripped gown through Oakland. I can't stand your ground. I'm sick of calling your recklessness the law. Each night I count my brothers, and in the morning, when some do not survive to be counted, I count the holes they leave. I reach for black folks and only touch air. Your master magic trick, America. He Now he's breathing, now he don't. Abra Kadava, white bread voodoo. Sorcery you claim not to practice. Hand my cousin a pistol to do your work. I tried, white people. 
I tried to love you, but you spent my brother's funeral making plans for brunch, talking too loudly next to his bones. You took one look at the river, plump with the body of boy after girl after sweet boy, and asked, why does it always have to be about race? Because you made it that way. Because you put an asterisk on my sister's gorgeous face. Call her pretty for a black girl. Because black girls go missing without so much as a whisper of where. Because there are no amber alerts for amber-skinned girls. Because Jordan bombed. Because Emmett whistled. Because Huey P spoke. Because Martin preached. Because black boys can always be too loud to live. Because it's taken my papa's and grandma's time. My father's time, my mother's time, my aunt's time, my uncle's time, my brother's and my sister's time. <sighs> How much time do you want for your progress? I've left Earth to find a place where my kin can be safe, where black people ain't but people the same colour as the good wet Earth. Until that means something, until then, I bid you well, I bid you war, I bid you our lives to gamble with no more. I've left Earth, and I am touching everything you beg your telescopes to show you. I'm giving the stars their right names. And this life, this new story and history you cannot steal or sell or cast overboard or hang or beat or drown or own or redline or shackle or silence or cheat or choke or cover up or jail or shoot or jail or shoot or jail or shoot or ruin. This if only one is ours. And that is Dear White People by Denise Smith. Yo. Yeah. Denise. <laughs> um, fam. Fam. Talk to us about that poem. Fam, we all love a bit of Denise Smith in this, in this UK London poetry scene. And I am no exception to that love of Denise. Um, and this poem right here, this poem right here is, again, one of the many reasons why. Because, fam, Denez has a way of, I mean, first of all, uh, it looks very much like a prose poem. I may be wrong. It may just be like, it, but it looks like a single, like a single block of, of text. Um, and I say this because just it being kind of one oppressive block of text, one almost it's in some ways it's very visually overwhelming because your eyes don't actually your eyes don't get to rest um when you're reading it you really need to follow it with a lot of attention especially if you're reading it out loud Denez is rejecting god as represented by white america um and rejecting white america's white america's god um and at this point white america's god seems to be synonymous with america's god because the because at the end of the day Think of America. Think of think of American Christianity. Think of American God, and you cannot separate that from white America, white American Christianity, white America's God. And then you kind of wonder, well, suddenly the whole the whole thing seems sick and seems infected, and so the just the inescapable um, the the inescapable death, the inescapable oppression. It's the where it feels that even God is partial to um, whiteness and even God is partial to white America. Um, and that is exhausting. Um, 
so yeah so there's there's that in terms of the subject matter and the way the subject matter is being approached which is yeah very very resonant the imagery the imagery is mad um yeah where where is it? i count my i count my brothers and in the morning when some do not count do not survive to be counted i count the holes they leave um i reach for black folks and only touch air um your master magic trick america now he's breathing now he don't abracadabra it's i don't think there's any one bit that you can pick up from this poem to highlight the power of the image without it without immediately lead um sliding into into the next image without immediately yeah. sliding into the it's it's just so tight as a poem um and like yeah i remember i remember um other dinners dinners smith poems having that having that tightness where like one thing leads you into the next which leads you on to the next which leads you on to the next but in this poem the way it it, hit, it hits different it hits differently because again it's like one one account one black death leads to another black death leads to another and all of these things that happen simultaneously the events overlapping each other the impacts overlapping each other it just feels it's it's inescapable in the same just as just as the you cannot escape the first stanza there's no there's no break there's no there's no pause for there's no room to rest from the images from the pace of the poem from all the things that ha- that's happening even even the punctuation marks i think even even the use of punctuation here is is but yeah it's it's definitely it's definitely reflective of just how inescapable this whole thing is um yeah and also the names bare names in this poem like why there's so many names in this poem like what (sighs) yeah um i mean we know why there are so many names in the poem but like that that is that's why that's why the speaker wants to leave earth in it um but then in the same way in the same way though in the or should i say in the same vein um there is a kind of for me anyway there is a kind of hopefulness in kind of looking looking up look there is not a hopefulness but it's an image kind of associated with hope um looking up looking up to the stars and looking at the new frontiers and the new paths that humanity can forge for um for itself but then that being that being a result of not even seeking refuge in this poem but just a you know what i'm tired of your nonsense like i i actually can't i actually can't do it if this is what this world is i don't want to be in this world yeah i think um i find i think so a point effort i feel that the effortlessness of the poem in regards to that you read it and you feel like it's just an articulation um of i i feel like this is an articulation of what so many black americans feel um, so many black americans experience and so many black americans keep saying parts of this poem in different ways at different mm. points in time it reads as something that i've heard before um and mm. not in a sense of like oh i've heard poems like this before no as in Mm-mm. um i've heard these experience before from people i've heard these complaints from people i've seen this tiredness um Mm -hmm. in people and i think the effortlessness with which all of that is said is not an easy thing to do to read 
to to have it now as something that reads just like that as like oh this this just feels like something that you know for Denez would be like just that my people have said um is a very hard thing to do um and mm. I think that it's done it's done brilliantly I find it difficult to talk about this poem because a lot of it it's hard to start because it it it's just I've it's like you read the poem and to talk about the poem it's just like you just want to read the poem again um and so yeah it it feels I think that's another thing about the poem is that it 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 says what it says and it says it Mm. and you read it and that's what it says there's Mm -hmm. like what more do you need I feel like whenever whoever is listening to this podcast, which is pissing me off as well, bruv, mm. like at whatever point you're going to listen to this podcast, this poem is going to be relevant because yeah. there's going to be a, a story or there's going to be a recent event of where um some unarmed black person was shot at or was mm. murdered by... um police or there's going to be some instance of racism or there's going to be some instance of social injustice or there's going to be somebody moving mad in america towards black people Mm. and it's like it's it's mad like i i i'm thinking oh okay the context of of this week um and the 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 shooting of jacob blake Mm. um by police as his back is turned and he's getting into his car with his kids in the back Hmm. that's the that's that's just the situational context of this one in three months and if someone tunes into this podcast and starts listening to it for Mm. them like i could say like oh yeah just with the context of what's um of what's just happened i Mm -hmm. like like I don't doubt that um, this is is just gonna have a, another. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's, yeah, there's, yeah, definitely. It's not. It's it's like, and you said you said there's so many names in this poem, and I think, yeah. like, what is there to what more is there to say that the poem it's, doesn't already say that exactly. is for for no good reason. This poem is perpetually relevant. Um, mm-hmm. Like. D- yeah it 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 it's it's yeah it's it, it is it is what it is uh, yeah yeah, I, yeah. Don't, I don't have anything more to say on that I, i've never heard you repeat one phrase so <laughs> so um so many times at at that at that rapidity um yeah. rap- rapidity i don't even know but yeah um that poem um was dear white america by denise smith Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um yeah, and that is the podcast. Um yeah. we gave you our top five soaps and body washes. Mm-hmm. Uh 
we read you some poems. Uh, I read Some Bright Elegance by Kayo Chingonyi. Yes. And Gabriel read you Dare White America by uh-huh. Dana Smith. The music that you're listening to in the background is by Gabriel P. Jones. Follow mm. us on Twitter at yeah. Sugar and Dread. Um, leave us a five star review. Please, please, please. Leave us reviews. Um, on, leave us reviews. Yeah, just period. Um, on <laughs> Apple. On Apple Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. uh, follow us on Spotify, all them yeah. things there. Um, and yeah, man, have have a blessed week. Yes, take care. Bye. Thank you, thank you, thank you.